Now, back to Your Tech Report. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Marco Flalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you on Twitter. It's at Your Tech Report. Mitchell, Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report. Of yes. course, our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Your Tech Report. We should quickly promote our video on YouTube right now. Um, we're about to hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is for us a big milestone. That's a huge milestone, yeah. Um, so we're giving our audience a chance to pick a giveaway. So we'll, we'll talk about that uh, as we wrap up the show. But, but I'm so excited about this next interview. I can see the, the excitement on your face as well. But yeah, there's a reason for that. Uh, I have been a fan of this company for quite some time, and it wasn't that long ago. A few years back, I remember when I was first introduced to BenQ, and I love the name of the company. BenQ is so cool. And I remember I was, I was looking for a new monitor, and I went online, and I saw this whole line of monitors from BenQ. I was like, oh, and at the time, I wasn't really familiar with the brand, and I started doing some research, the specs, the display, the pricing, everything was up. I was like, what's wrong with this picture? And the company just makes great, great monitors. We're going we're gonna to talk about production projectors and how they're involved in even gaming and esports, but it's a company that I'm excited to share and I'm excited for more people to know about. So that's why you see this huge smile on my face. It's not because I'm going nuts. There's a reason for it. Well, without further ado, let's welcome our next guest, Rachel. And, and you know, I told you I was going to screw this up, but I'm not going to. Rachel Doman, Marketing Manager for BenQ. <laughs> welcome to your tech report, Rachel. Hi, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. You know, Mitchell kind of alluded to his excitement, and, and I'm excited as well because there's so many times where we, we talk about companies and we, we use your products, and then we, we, you know, set up an interview and we go online and we try to figure out, okay, what we're going to talk about. And then we realize there's so many things and so many layers that we didn't even realize. For example, Ben Q's, you know, eSports, you know, the whole eSports involvement is something that's really cool. But but overall, Rachel, tell, tell us about Ben Q as a company, what your mission is, especially on the consumer side of things, because it's our first time talking and we need to give people a little bit of background about the company. Sure, yeah. So NQ actually stands for bringing enjoyment and quality to life. Um, so our, our, you know, our mantra is we really care about the experience of our customers. Um, we carry products for the B2B side, um, for corporate, um, you know, but it's not as fun as, you know, our consumer products. So um, I'll kind of gear it towards that. And, and talk about some of our consumer products that we have. Um, what I love about our products is just um, they're, they're so beautiful. And the, the time and effort that our products team take into um, optimizing the color of, you know, the displays in our products just makes for beautiful pictures. And so I love all of the quality of our displays. Um, you know, I, I managed to talk them into giving me two 27-inch monitors for my uh, for my desk because I just love them so much. And so I work on these two big, beautiful monitors every single day. Um, and I just am, am super passionate about the, the quality of our products. And, and um, so I, I love to hear that you're just as excited as I am about them. <laughs> You know, it's it's funny. I'm glad that you mentioned the beauty of it. And I think this is something people don't really think about. When they think about a monitor, they're thinking, of course, about the display itself, the pixels, the resolution, how good it looks. But in terms of the aesthetic, the design ethic, that's one of the things that first caught my eye about BenQ products. The monitors looked beautiful, not just the screen, which the screen technology is obviously there, but the design was really special. When you think about something that's going to be sitting on your desk every day, whether it's at your office, your home office, your home entertainment area, this is something you have to look at every day, even when the monitor's not turned on. So the design ethic, I'm glad you talked about, because that's a really important part of the experience. Yeah, and I love that they're not, they don't all look the same either. You know, that's right. they take the time to, as they're developing the product, to really customize it for how people are using them. So some of our entertainment monitors, for example, have this really slim 
you know, sexy bezel um, that just makes it really focus on the, the movie that you're watching or the game that you're playing. And then our eSports line of monitors, you know, the bezel is really matte because you don't want as you're, you know, if you're an eSports competitor and you're competing in these big tournaments, you don't want to be distracted by the reflection off of um, a shiny surface on the bezel. So it's all of these little details that I just love that our product team thinks of, um, you know, and they do the, the research and they talk to the users and, um, you know, find out what's really important to them. And so I, I love that about our product team that they really keep the end user in mind um, to see what's important to them and then gear not only the actual display and the pixels and resolution, but also the form of the monitors to it. I think that's really special. Now, Rachel, I'm sure we're going we're gonna to bounce back and forth between a different kind of category categories here but let's let's stick to the esports line an esports line in general is something that's i think relatively new for a company to actually have a line of products geared towards that market is really really cool and i'm curious where that came from and and how well it's doing now because there's so many i mean esports is such a buzzword now sure so i mean even a couple of years ago um we were relatively alone in um you know, kind of gearing our products to esports. So I'd like to think that we were on the cutting edge of that. Um, we had a team in, you know, we're a, we're a Taiwanese-based company. And so we had some uh, people that we worked with there. And the U.S. market was really the inspiration behind our RL line of monitors, which is based for console gamers. Um, right. And so, you know, the, the American market was really where that, concept branched out from and they developed products specifically for console gaming for example um, so now we have an, a line of rl monitors that are console and xl monitors that are for pc gaming like counter-strike and things like that um, and so um, a couple of years ago we really wanted to take esports to the next level and what we did was we acquired a company called zowie and they made gaming peripherals, so mice and keyboards and headphones and um, things like that that were really geared towards the hardcore competitive gamer. And we acquired that brand, and then we released our monitors under that Zowie brand. It's Zowie's, you know, by BenQ. And so it really allowed us to have this whole new focus on esports, where it wasn't just necessarily the casual gamer, but really competitive um, esports gamers. And so we like to think of our products in the Zowie line, you know, like an Under Armour or a Nike. You know, these are the things that our esports athletes need to compete at their very best. And so we really focus on optimizing those products for their needs. Now, you guys really, you put a lot of attention on the details, and one of the details I wanted to just talk about for a second, because the average person may not think about this. Again, sometimes there's technology, and again, it works in, in a positive way. The, the consumer isn't aware of, they just know that it works, but there, there are things that go into that. For example, the color temperature scale. Now, Mark and I, we talked about, you heard us in the intro talking about our YouTube channel, so when we're lighting to do, to do a video, we know color temperature is a big deal. You don't want too bright a white light to wash something out. You don't want it too warm to dull the colors, and you you really put that attention on your monitors as well with your color temperature scale so it reduces eye strain again people might not think about that but by giving people the ability to adjust a temperature scale to their environment and to their eyes and how they react to the visuals it really is helping people in, in, in a healthy way which you know preserve their eyes while they're gaming too yeah and it allows you to game longer right <laughs> right yeah that's the bottom line of course right <laughs> so our 
our low blue light is great because it goes across our monitor lines. Whether you're doing a professional monitor or a gaming monitor, that low blue light really makes sure that your eyes don't get tired um, after you're gaming for a long time or working for a long time. Um, and I think one of the great things is that, you know, um, I don't think people n knew very much about it until more recently when Apple talked about how they were going to reduce the, the blue light in right. phones, in yep. iPhones. And so I think that's one of the great things is that it's becoming more commonplace for people to think about that, um, think about their eye health. And so our, you know, we call it eye care. Um, we, we really want to make sure whether it's, you know, all the way over into the classroom and to gamers and people who are working at their monitors every day that we're really working towards, you know, helping their eye health as well. So I'm curious, Rachel, does, does technology like that and thinking like that extend into the other consumer brands, like even the projectors or, or some of the other monitors? Um, well, the low blue light goes across from our professional line of monitors, um, you know, our, our photography and videographer mo uh, monitors, where those people are going to be working on post-production and things like that for long periods of time. Um, over to our eSports line also has that low blue light and also our entertainment monitors. So maybe you have it in your, um, you know, you're a college kid and you have um, a, a big monitor instead of maybe a TV as well. Um, and that has low blue light as well. So uh, across of our product lines like that um, all feature that low blue light. Very cool. So, so let's dive into projection for a second here, because I think I think projection in general has come such a long way. Like, I, I think back to some of the old projection televisions, and I remember looking at some of those when they first came out going, wow, these are great. Then you would look at projections on a wall, and you're like, okay, the room has to be really, really dark because it's not bright. Um, but, but, I mean, we've come so far in projection technology that you don't need to worry about necessarily the, the, how bright a room is because the projectors really do compensate for all of the environmental aspects of it. And you guys have such a range of projection technology. Uh, I, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Well, here, I'll, I'll kick it off for you a little bit. So <laughs> um, we have actually a range of projectors. So it really can fit whatever the consumer needs. If they do have um, some ambient light in their room, maybe they don't have a dedicated media room, but they have a living room and there's some windows in there. They have curtains on them, but there's still a little bit of light. We have projectors that are going to cut through that, that are bright enough. And that's when you want to look at uh, the number of lumens on a projector. Um, picking a projector, I don't think is very commonplace. I don't think people understand the specs as much. Um, so when you look at our home theater line of projectors, there's a few different things that you can look for when you're trying to pick one. So um, higher lumens in our projector line means it'll help cut through that ambient light. And, um, you know, about 3,000 lumens on a projector will be good to kind of cut through that. Now, some of the other ones are like 2,000 lumens, and you can put that in a dedicated media room where it's going to be completely dark. And right. the color on those is just so gorgeous. I love it. I mean, it really gives you the true movie experience. I mean, we hardly go to the to the movie theater anymore, right? Because we just sit in our, our media room and we're so spoiled at home. Um, you know, we can watch our movies there. And um, it just gives you that same experience, uh, but more comfortable. You know, I can watch movies in my PJs at home now instead of having to go to the movie theater. Um, so yeah, we have them for a variety of ways. And then what I'm really excited about this year, 2018 is the year of 4K for projectors yes. for Ben. Oh, yeah. Not only 4K, but also HDR. 
Oh, wow. wow. I don't, yeah. So TVs have, you know, they've, they've kind of perfected this and, you know, they've got the 4K, they've got the HDR, but projectors, there was no standard for HDR for projectors. And so what we're really excited about is um, our HDR technology with these new consumer grade 4K projectors. And it just makes for beautiful, beautiful picture quality. So, um, and not only that, but it's for $1,500. Yeah, that's I insane. Don't know if wow. 4K projectors, <laughs> but $1,500, I was like, sign me up right now. I'm going to buy one myself. Um, so, so, yeah, and then I want to give you guys um, kind of a little bit of a, a sneak peek. Ooh, I like um, sneak peeks. We haven't, we haven't announced this yet, but we are launching a brand new 4K HDR projector in April. And it is going to be 3,000 lumens. So that means even if wow. you don't have a dedicated media room, you can have a 4K HDR projector in your living room. Wow, you know, there's so many, there's so many situations that I've been in where I look at my space and I like have a, I have a narrow den. And I'm like, you know, I'd love to put a projector in here. And I remember when I first moved into my home, I didn't think I could do it because I didn't think I had the distance. And then I realized that you know, short throw projectors were a thing, and and you could actually project things from a really really short distance. Then I realized that you know, th- these high lumen count projectors were in great for these environments like this, where as you said, I have a just a small curtain that blocks out some of the light, but not all of the light, but to be able to add features like HDR and the features that we're used to only having in a television really is a game changer for the entire industry and the way we think about projection. Absolutely. And something else I love that, you know, I see in the forums and and things like that is that people aren't, it's not a battle between projectors and TVs, right? Um, I'm seeing a lot of people that put both of them, you know, they they watch the TV for um, everyday shows and the news and things like that. Um, but then they have maybe a motorized screen that comes yep. down from the ceiling yep. and That's right. shoots in, you know, you can shoot it in front of your TV. So you don't have to choose either or you can have both. And I, I love that. I love the technology has grown to where, um, you know, you can leverage both of them. And the nice part of this is, and I'm preaching to you, you already know this, but for our audience, then the nice thing is with a projector, you don't have to worry about obsolescence as much as you do with a television. For example, if your needs change, if your space, if your environment changes, you decide, oh, now we can support a 65 inch instead of 50, 55 inch. Well, projectors in that way, especially are incredibly flexible. They can adapt to the space that you're in. So you can, you know, go up, go down. So really now that the image quality, the picture quality has caught up so much, now it almost becomes a better idea for people that want you know a large media room a better idea than a fixed screen because it's so flexible sure yeah and you know when we were launching these new 4k models the ht2550 um, we launched in january is that 4k hdr and then the new model that's coming out the tk800 we knew that there would be some people who um you know wanted to do the upgrade and um so what we did is we provided a trade-in program. Oh, wow. Um, so oh, somebody wow. has a 1080p projector or um, even a 720p projector, you know, we're, we're taking those and for select uh, brands, we're giving them a $300 credit towards the purchase of the TK800 or the HT2550 so that they can upgrade, um, you know, as their needs have changed and as content has changed. So we really wanted people to get a chance to try these new products um, in, a, in an affordable way, um, because we know it's an investment for, for their home. Um, so I'm really excited about, about the trade-in program as well.
I, I, all I can tell you is Mark and I, throughout this interview, you have to know, our mouths collectively were sort of hanging open because it, it's going to be it's going to be a battle to, OK, I want to try this one. No, I want to try this. One. I don't know. I want to try that projector. So you have given us so much not only to talk about for the next several months, but you've given us technology to fight about because, you know, we're going to be reaching out to you. We're going to want to try every one of these things you're talking about. You have to know that, right? I'll, I'll put you on my uh, I'll put you on my speed dial, I guess, when there's a new product that comes out, and we can see what we can do to get it to you. Absolutely. And where do people go? I mean, obviously, BenQ is available in pretty much every single major retailer. If you go to BenQ.com, you could see this complete lineup. And you guys, I mean, as a company, you spend through so many genres. You know, we didn't talk about B two B intentionally. And I mean, the classroom, every classroom I go into, you know, especially in my kids' elementary school, the smart boards are powered by BenQ monitors, and the technology is just so cutting edge. It's so cool to see it evolve and see it present itself in so many different ways. So I encourage our listeners to do that. And, and Rachel, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We're going to have to chat again because once we do get our, our hands on that new projector, the TK800, we're going to need to talk all about it because our experience, I think, are going to be worth worth a good chat. Thank you, Rachel. Rachel Doman, Marketing Manager for BenQ. Thank you, of course, to Belkin and, of course, Derek Kessler, Managing Editor of Mobile Nations, for joining us and updating us on everything from Mobile World Congress. Mitchell, I don't, I don't know if you realize this, but that TK800 from ben, BenQ, nobody even knows about it. That's the first time that they've ever mentioned anything about the TK800. So we're going to give you all the details. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Check out our YouTube channel. And of course, we will see you again next week right here. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.